Welcome back to my faithful listeners of this podcast known as Faith to Live By, and a very special welcome to those of you who are hearing this podcast for the first time. I'm grateful to serve as your advocate and devoted researcher of truth, where each and every week I seek to help us explore current events from a biblical and prophetic perspective. So first of all, we can know and be confident of truth that mainstream media and corrupt governments are not telling us. And secondly, so we can know how God wants us as his people to respond to all that's going on in the world. There is nothing happening in the world today that God doesn't already know about and is already addressing. To those of you who continually decry, nothing is happening, no one is being held accountable, I say to you that you have been living under the very deception the evil cabal, also known as the deep state, has intended you to live, which means you have been living deceived by the source of all evil, Satan himself. Harsh words, I know, but I'm all about truth, and you want truth. No one wants to live their life on the basis of lies. But in this world, unless we intentionally seek to know the truth, we will be enslaved by lies. It was precisely this awareness that inspired me to write my first book in my multi-award-winning Faith to Live By book series. It's titled, Examine Your Faith, Finding Truth in a World of Lies. If you are still struggling with what to believe, especially in our corrupt world today, please get my book. It's endorsed by Josh McDowell. In fact, all of my books are endorsed by many well-known people whose names you will recognize. So if you've enjoyed my podcasts, I'm confident you'll love my books. Check out the book trailer in the show notes, and I'm sure you'll want to get all of my books. And as a podcast listener, make sure you take advantage of my special listeners page. It's called Beyond the Podcast, and that's where you can get complimentary downloads, special offers, and more not available to the general public. You know, the evil powers in this world, working through men and women in positions of authority and influence, have conspired to enslave the people of the world. Especially the past three years, we've been hearing a lot about the One World Order or One World Government and all their efforts and the involvement of the United Nations, the One World Health Organization, and some of the wealthiest people in the world. Their common goal is to seize control and take authority over all people, and become the god of this world. Well, this is nothing new. Satan has been at work seeking to accomplish this at least since the creation of the first man and woman. We can look back through history and see how Satan has advanced his agenda only to be crushed by God time and time again. Consider the flood of Noah's day, when God wiped evildoers off of the face of the earth. Then consider Nimrod, the grandson of Noah, who sought to build the Tower of Babel to dethrone God. The grandson of Noah. What a short amount of time before evil resurfaced. Consider Pharaoh of Egypt, who enslaved God's people only to be crushed by God, the very God he refused to acknowledge. There are countless examples of power-hungry people seeking to suppress and control the masses throughout history and continuing to this very day. Alex Newman, a wonderful man of God who has been a regular guest on this podcast, has written extensively about this sinister, power-hungry effort. I recommend you also get his book, Deep State, The Invisible Government Behind the Scenes. You can learn how to get his book in the show notes. Specific to today's program, I want to highlight his article titled, Deep State, 
Follow the Rothschild, Soros, and Rockefeller money. You'll find a link to that article in the show notes. Just a cursory overview of American history, and it becomes evident that a deep state has existed to overpower America from its inception. And this evil agenda has advanced to such a point in our lifetimes that God has revealed his plans to once again smash the enemy. However, unlike times past, the world population is the greatest it's ever been. The evil in this world, therefore, has spread further and deeper than any other time in the history of mankind. This is precisely why God has been exceedingly long-suffering, wanting everyone to have more than enough time to heed his warnings before he enacts his swift justice and judgment. For this reason, I will take this week and the next two weeks, or thereabouts, in earnest to convince those who are still not seeing the truth to embrace the truth and repent before it's too late. God has been very clear that he's already begun administering his judgment and that we are very close to seeing a move of God's hand occur on earth such as mankind has never before seen. Today, with the help of Dr. Scott Young, we will review events in American history to demonstrate the advancement of evil to displace God and relinquish the sovereignty of our nation to the one world cabal. In the weeks to follow, I will reveal urgent prophetic words God has been giving us that I consider to be among his final warnings before he acts. In fact, I'll go so far to say that I wouldn't be surprised if we begin seeing more of God's intervention between now and the next podcast. It's that imminent. And it won't be short-lived. It will take a while for God to do all that he's promised he will do. You won't want to miss any of the upcoming podcasts as I will be working to help us all make sense of what's going on in our world with the help of the Holy Spirit. While I'll be specifically considering American history today, I urge listeners from all other countries to consider your own history because there are the very same evil parallels in every country. Money and power are the two allures the enemy has used to reel in men and women in every position of influence all around the world. Consider how the economies of the world are under attack now and how Australia, Canada, and China are among the nations leading the way with the horrifically controlling social credit score systems intended to enslave and control people worldwide. God will come to the aid of his people, and his people are defined as those who have repented of their evil ways, who are intentionally submitted to God and his ways, demonstrated by upholding his commandments in their everyday lives. If you want to escape the unprecedented judgment that is imminent, or if you have loved ones who are still not convinced of the strategic advancement of evil in this world and how to be protected under God's care, please, by all means, encourage them to listen to my podcasts. The past two weeks, Dr. Scott Young has helped us understand some of this with emphasis on how NASARA, the National Economic Security and Recovery Act, is the same system globally known as JASARA, is something we need to recognize as a means to our freedom. If you didn't hear either of these podcasts, I highly recommend them, and you'll find the direct links in the show notes. This week, as promised, I will help us understand how America has become enslaved through our own economic system and corrupt people in positions of influence. You likely know that America was founded by pilgrims who left England to break away from the oppressive government to live according to our God-given freedoms. 
Well, as you'll hear today, no sooner did America become established did we return to the same source of enslavement, even indebting our nation to Great Britain after our fight for independence. This is a perfect example of Proverbs 26.11, which reads, As a dog returns to his vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. Again, harsh words, but true. Since 1776, the effort to enslave the American people has been advancing, and if the enemy can succeed in America, he can in any and all other nations of the world. Here again is Dr. Scott Young to help us learn how we got to the point we are today here in America. Welcome, Dr. Scott. I'm so glad to have you back on the program. You know, I like to use what I call rowboat vision, where we can know where we're headed by looking at where we've been. And this is what I really would like to have you help us with today, giving us some insight as to how the American economy, the U.S. dollar, the banking system in America has evolved through the years. And I want to start with what I learned, and I've talked to my audience about this a little bit in the past, uh, the Illuminati was actually formed in Bavaria in 1776, and that's a year that we should all recognize. Right. And they had ambitions to overthrow all the governments in the regions of Europe, which actually influenced the really horrendous French Revolution. So what significance do you see in the formation of the Illuminati and our U.S. dollar, our banking system? Well, I mean, I can say it a couple different ways, too. I mean, when God puts something in place, Satan always has to come and cover it up with his own thing, right? And he's always doing his counterfeit thing. And that's actually exactly what we're talking about. The Illuminati was coming over to America to create this counterfeit. It's a struggle for us to really understand exactly which piece is the bad part and which piece is the good part. So it's a struggle for us to, to really see it. All right. Now you're talking about it being a counterfeit, very specifically a counterfeit to what? A counterfeit to what is the real freedoms versus the fake stuff that we've been living through. So I want you to really focus on what was actually set up in our constitution. So our constitution was supposed to be set up away from all of the gross things the English were doing. When we tried to set it up away from them, England supposedly lost the Revolutionary War. And after they supposedly lost the war, they tried to come over and set up systems that they could actually come in and set up monies within loans inside of us that we would have to pay back. Okay, let me jump in here. So you're talking about Great Britain tried to govern the colonies that were established here on American soil with taxes and all sorts of tariffs. Is that right? Right. Mostly with loans. And what most people don't realize is the War of 1812 is when we actually had a payback when the loan was coming up due. It's a really weird war because we call it a war of 1812, which seems like it was all done in that one year. And it's a very short war. And it doesn't make any sense because the British were winning all through Canada and they come over 
And then suddenly it's over. And it's over because America agreed to pay back the debts that were owed. So we had said, no, we're not going to pay back the debts. But we actually agreed to pay back the debts. Now, the debts were accumulated from what? The Civil War? No, from the Revolutionary War. So we had set up some debts from Alexander Hamilton, who set up the first central bank from the Illuminati, right after uh, General Washington or President Washington set up that first central bank. So we have all this gross stuff that's started to come in. Let's fast forward another little segment over to 1836, where we have Andrew Jackson, who actually is pictured behind President Trump. You have to understand that part, too. Andrew Jackson brings in another set uh, kicking out the central bankers or the Illuminati. And so he tries to set up a gold-backed currency, kicking out the Illuminati again and saying, no, we're not going to do it. And, and kicks them out, and we have a, an expansion growth. Then we come up to the Civil War. So 1861 to 1865, and we have this really gross, bloody Civil War. And we have a real interesting statement of Abraham Lincoln, who sets up something called the Greenback Dollar. It's another event where Lincoln actually brings back a constitutional event where we're actually having Congress making the money again, which is so constitutional. So now we have another problem. The cabal or the, the Illuminati hate their guts again. And so you wonder, wait a second, how come we have the cabal trying to kill our president a few months after the Civil War is actually done? They kill him in the Ford Theater. And we don't understand why do they kill him way after the Civil War is done? It's because the Illuminati was ticked off at him. And so it's all a money game. Let me just jump in again, because I want to know a little bit more about Lincoln's greenback dollar. You said it allowed Congress to make money. Do you mean print money? Correct. What we have to know is that Congress, through the Treasury, is the only part that is allowed to make the money. The central banks want to get in and create their own money so they can create this thing called the fiat dollar. Okay, well, I want to get into that. And I want to do it in a sequential fashion for the sake of the listeners. Sure. So what we have then is 1861 to 1865, Lincoln goes back to a proper constitutional mandate that Congress is responsible for our currency. Then, as you said, because of the Civil War in 1871, we know that there was a corporation that was created under the Constitution of the United States of America, whereas America was actually founded to be a Constitution of the United States for America. So we have our government for America, and we have private entity of America. Correct. Help us understand that. So first, they had to kill off Lincoln. They had to kill off Lincoln. They had to kill off the greenback dollar. Okay. And so a little bit later, what they had to do is in 1871, they had to create a faux America or the U.S. corporation. And they did it in Delaware. And they came up with a huge number of corporations. 
And they had to come up with a new U.S. Constitution. Now, we can read the Constitution, but we don't realize that they are operating under their own Constitution. Right. And I've covered that before. And so it's the sickness of the system. This is one of the things that President Trump in his first term actually closed. He did this, I believe, in 2018, that he closed many of those corporations. And they are so ticked off about it, it's not even funny. So he is killing off all of those systems so that they can't even open it again. And that is the great thing about what he has actually been doing. And so we think, you know, it's just all bad. But the reality is he is doing amazing things to kill off the systems and bringing about this thing called Nasara. Right. And we talked about Nasara the last couple of weeks. And I was pleased to know that John Kennedy was in favor of it. So was Ronald Reagan. And so is President Trump. So that alone should give us reasons to want to study and learn more about that. So we're talking about what happened with the United States Corporation that was created in Delaware, how they have their own constitution. That's why we have Washington, D.C., which is actually a foreign entity. But we also now are brought up to 1910, where there was a small group of the most powerful bankers in the world who met secretly at Jekyll Island. Can you explain how that has had an impact on our economy? So what what they did is they had Senator Aldridge who put together what's uh, basically a central banking. And so he put it out through the Senate and Congress, and it roundly got pushed out. So what they said is they went to Jekyll Island under false names, and they said, we're coming up with this thing called the Federal Reserve. And what they did is they backed Teddy Roosevelt and Woodrow Wilson. So they didn't care who got in for the presidency of 1912. They didn't care who got in, but they wanted to have one of those two guys because they had to get the Federal Reserve done. Now, the other thing that you got to realize is the Titanic is a portion of this. That's been in the news lately with that ocean gate. Okay. It is totally a part of it. So I'm going to give you the very, very short version of this. Uh, JP Morgan actually bought the White Star Line He flipped the Titanic with the Olympus. That was all for money because the real Titanic actually had some damage to it. So he repainted the Olympus um, so he could have insurance money. He was booked to be on the Titanic. And if you know anything about the Titanic, if you've watched the movie or anything like that, uh, the first class passengers easily would have gotten off. And those guys who were the, the big, the millionaires of the time frame, would have actually been worth about $11 billion. So they're the billionaires of that time frame. The Guggenheims, the Strauss, the ones that were done Levi Strauss. Those guys that were on the Titanic were vehemently opposed to the Federal Reserve. And so they were actually killed. And we have the very first massive false flag of the Titanic, and they're against it. And that happens in April of 1912. And so we go, wait a second, we have a false flag, and it's all related to the the Federal Reserve. Okay, now the Federal Reserve Bank is actually privately owned, but it's veiled to where the populace thinks that it's actually a federal government entity. And the same is with the central bank, right? Exactly. So what the Federal Reserve has 
is that it's the 13 major banks of America. For instance, Bank of America, JP Morgan, Chase, all the big entities that are out there, okay? And they all own it. But one of them is the Queen of England. That's what most people don't realize. And before the Corporation of America in 1812, the 14th Amendment was created to knock them out. To knock who out? To knock the 13 banks out? Knock the whole thing out. This is why Trump did this legally. Under the 14th Amendment, under the third section, it says that if you have debts that are owned by anything of foreign interest, you don't have to pay those. And so as soon as they created a central bank owned by foreign entities, which is the Queen of England, and by the way, when we have central bankers, they're all over the world, the Rothschilds and everyone else, they're all involved in this thing. What they have done is they've created this worldwide agency and they have the national debt So they make our money and they put it over top of us. So they create this inflation that reduces our amounts. The IRS that comes out of our money that pays directly to the Fed. And you don't understand that because the IRS is a directed point to the Fed. The court systems have protected the IRS systems and Congress has protected the IRS. Congress has protected the Fed. Every single time a president comes in, the first meeting that he has is he meets with the Fed because he gets his marching orders from the Fed. Now, when you say the Fed, are you talking about the Federal Reserve Bank? The Federal Reserve Bank. Okay. Okay. So what happens is that the number one thing that the Fed did in 1913 is created the IRS. It was supposed to be under the uh, 16th Amendment. And the 16th Amendment for the IRS was supposed to be a short-lived little thing. And so what they did is they created this thing of a fiat currency, which is just supposed to be outside of an idea of taxing the people. By the way, only one year later, we have World War I, where they back both sides. So World War I is a taxation of the people. And so we have a killing of more than 30 million people and a taxation of the people and a destruction of the systems where they kill off people. So now when we move into 1929, we have this amazing circumstance of the Great Depression. But we have the wealth of America that has been built up quite dramatically into the stock market. There is another false flag that happens into Bloody Valentine's Day. And that same circumstance on that same day and Valentine's Day of 1929, the Federal Reserve people meet together and decide they're going to sell off the stock market, which happens in October of 29. And it starts the Great Depression. And so we have the same problem. Fast forward In 1933, we have another point of bankruptcy where we come off of the gold-backed currency. And so we have the first time where we come off the gold-backed currency. And so what happens is everyone has to give over their gold, and we have a pure fiat currency, which means it's backed by nothing. So instead of having our gold being worth $20, 
in one year's time frame, it's now worth $33. So they devalued your currency in just a few minutes. Right, right. And then by the end of World War II, we have this really crazy thing called the Bretton Woods Conference. And in the Bretton Woods Conference, right around the same time frame when World War II is coming to its height, what the Federal Reserve people decide is that they wanted to have oil be the standard for the U.S. dollar. So they're setting up another system of expanding the world that the U.S. dollar is the standard for everything. Right. We also call it the petrodollar. The petrodollar is where we come up with it. So they expand into everything, which which has the expansion into the 1950s. And then we have this concept And this comes back into the concepts of the fake constitution, where we're spreading democracy. Every time you hear the word, we're trying to protect democracy. Democracy is a fake thing. We're supposed to be a republic. Republic, exactly. Every time you hear a democracy, every time you hear a lefty or even a righty talk about democracy, you know they're inside the system. Mm -hmm. Stop listening to them. Because what we really are is a republic. Now, let's fast forward up to 1971 of an another thing of the gas crisis. So Nixon has a gas crisis, which is another false flag. And it goes for about three years. And we also have the Vietnam War, which is another false flag, gets people looking over at different kinds of issues. But what the rest of the world does is they wanted to give over their money to America so that they could turn in their money for gold. And it's because we were in a bankruptcy point. You see, every time you live on a fiat currency, which is a type of debt, so 1933 is a point of debt, and so you have to do a restructure, which is a type of bankruptcy. So that is the first bankruptcy point. 1971 is a second bankruptcy point. And it kind of ends around 1974 when we get fully off of the the gold standard. Now, the price of gold has been set pretty strongly, stuck at about $33. But from that moment on, it skyrockets in a private sector 68 $70, $80 an ounce, okay. and it goes up. And so the cabal is making this incredible amount of money, and yet you and I are stuck with inflation, and that's how they do it. All right. And we've talked about some of these aspects. I'm hoping that my listeners will listen to previous episodes because this is a huge puzzle with many pieces that need to be put together. Now, bring us all the way to the present day where we're talking about how the deep state wants a one world government and they want to completely devalue the U.S. dollar, how the BRICS nations are forming and how Nasara comes into play. These are all interwoven. Right. And we need to give you one little piece. JFK really wanted to do the same thing. He wanted to break the CIA up into a thousand pieces. He also wanted to bring us into the silver standard under executive order 1110, I believe it is. And so he was killed for the same reason, okay? So that's another issue. 1999 to 2001 was another bankruptcy point. 
And this is when Nassara was actually supposed to be brought out, but we had 9-11. So they destroyed the buildings to kill off Nassara. That's another whole long lesson. Again, that was a bankruptcy point. And so Bush was a part of that whole thing. Now, fast forward to 2020, which was another bankruptcy point. And it's always been known that 2020 was a, a critical time frame. So at that time frame, we knew we had to make a change. So what Trump did is decide that what he had to do is do something radical. So his first term, he had created executive orders 13818 to fully defund the deep state, which is some of the stuff that we've already been talking about. So he was turning off the deep state. He was killing off their old constitutions. In that same time, by the way, he reinstituted the new constitution. And what he did is that he pulled the Federal Reserve in the CARES to act March of 2020 to April of 2020 and shoved it underneath the Treasury Department. He also shoved the IRS under the Treasury Department and he took every toxic debt that you can possibly imagine and shoved them with the Fed. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. This is really important. He shoved them with the Federal Reserve Bank, which is privately owned. Right. And by the way, one of the one of the aspects of the Federal Reserve is that they are the bank of last resort or the debt point of last resort. And so that that's actually what they said. And that's what they were supposed to do in 2008. But see, now they have to choke on every piece of debt. And so what we're going to do here in a little bit is we're going to make them choke on their debt and we're letting them go through bankruptcy. And see, when they have no ability to go through bankruptcy and there's no one left, and you go, wait a second, normally with bankruptcy, when I have bankruptcy, I get to like, you know, shove off my debt and someone else takes that point of debt. Well, when the Fed is the top level of, of the debt, you say, well, wait a second, who takes the debt point? And the answer is, there is another group of people some people like to call them the White Hats. I like to call them the anti-cabal, and they have a huge amount of money. And they are coming in here, and they are funding out underneath Trump you know, and the White Hats. They're funding in a huge amount of money. Now, Trump actually has talked about this in very, very mild ways. He has actually said something very unique, and he said this back in 2020 several times. He said, I'm going to sue China for $10 trillion. What he meant by that is actually, I'm going to move into a gold-backed currency. And we knew that, Nasara people knew that's what he was talking about. All right. So what we have been experiencing from the cabal, from the one world government proponents, is a plan to try to make our money, social credit money, digital currency, one world currency. But what I hear you saying is that we have every reason to hold out hope under Nasara that we will have our own sovereignty, right. other nations will have their own sovereignty, and we will get back to a system of economic prosperity like we've never known. 
Right. And see, by the way, now the Bible talks about a one world currency. That's going to happen down the road. But let me give you an example of what just this just came out today. We're talking July 1st, right? FedNow um, has a statement that they're ready to put this out late in July. I think it's July 20th. They want to put this thing called the FedNow and the CBDCs. That is digital currency, right? And they, and they say they want to put that out through their Fed bankers. But how can a bankruptcy firm put out digital money? And the answer is they have no ability to do something when they're bankrupt. So what you're saying, Dr. Scott, and I need to wrap this up for the sake of time of the podcast, is that we are in far better condition than what most people know. And is, that's not even an overstatement, is it? It's not. It's it. You're talking every time you hear a media source or a financial person. By the way, 60% of the financial people don't believe anything about this Nasara piece because they've never heard about it. Because their trust is in the Fed and the systems of the Fed. But they don't realize the systems of the Fed are dead. When I say the Fed is dead, I go, listen, guys, you don't understand. That thing is in bankruptcy. It's already bankrupt right now. This is just an overview, and I know it's enough to get people excited to want to learn more. I will definitely have your websites and such available for them to get from my show notes. I'm going to have you back in the future, but I am, as of the last time we talked, and again today, more optimistic than I've ever been. And I want to thank you so much for your wisdom and insight. Anytime. Happy to do it. As I said, this is an overview of the highlights that marks the path for our economic and governmental corruption that Satan has obviously influenced. You'll want to learn more from Dr. Scott and the other links I have for you, which I'll be telling you about in just a moment. You know, the enemy has fueled the corruption in America and in every other country in the world. In our day, the enemy has made tremendous inroads throughout the world, bringing much devastation, destruction, and death. But his reign is soon to be crushed, and God's people are very soon to be set free. So be sure to visit Dr. Scott Young's website for more information on what we've talked about today and many other related topics. I've also provided you links to other videos and articles where you can learn more about the history of America, the Federal Reserve Bank, the IRS, and more. One article is titled, A Senator is Cheap, Bribes and Greed Run Our Nation. There's another called Jekyll Island and the Creation of the Federal Reserve. And another, How the Federal Reserve Works and Who Really Owns It. And then there's several videos by Professor Barth. Again, you'll find the links to all of these in the show notes. Dr. Scott mentioned the top 10 banks in the world, which we should make a point of learning about. In response to all Dr. Scott explained is happening to bankrupt them, they are currently scrambling to sell off assets and defer their losses. At the same time, truth is being exposed. The number one ranked bank, J.P. Morgan Chase, made headlines recently when board member and billionaire James Crown was declared dead from a car accident. There is suspicion surrounding this as it relates to J.P. Morgan's involvement with major drug busts, executives' emails and calendars tied to Jeffrey Epstein, potentially enabling Epstein's sex trafficking and ongoing business with Epstein despite labeling Epstein as a high-risk client. A lot is coming out 
about the evil major banks and corporations are involved with as God is exposing all manner of corruption. While it's essentially impossible to be removed from all corruption in this world, I mean, as long as we live in this fallen world, we're going to be subject to it, right? I still hope that you will do what you can. If you are currently doing business with any one of the banks or the woke corporations, please consider finding an alternative. I honestly try to walk the talk and put my money where my mouth is, so this is why we changed banks several years ago, learning of the many evils Bank of America was supporting. And about a year ago, I started changing my buying habits so as not to support the woke corporations. David Sorensen is another journalist seeking to expose truth. He recently posted a video titled World Corporation Monopoly, which is very eye-opening and reveals how the woke corporations of the world work in tandem with proponents of a one-world order to enslave the people of the world. You'll find the link to the video in the show notes. And what this video explains is the same thing I've been sharing for months now and how we, the people, must become aware and take action to stop funding the cabal through our purchasing power. Please use the link in the show notes to watch the video and understand that Scott McKay, one of my affiliates who is known as the Patriot Street Fighter, has teamed up with Melaleuca an American-owned and operated company who makes outstanding personal and home care products that are non-toxic so we can have a better place to purchase products we use every day without funding the deep state. I'm nearly exclusively using their products now, and I know you will love them. I urge you to sign up to purchase American products, defund the woke corporations, and support my podcast at the same time. Look for Operation Tomahawk in the show notes and visit the link to watch the video to learn more about Malaluka. We need to do what we can to demonstrate whose side we're on, God's or Satan's. It's that simple. There are only two choices. We either live for God according to his ways or for Satan following in his ways. Those who seek to live on the fence or who believe they can be neutral are by default already aligned with the powers of darkness. Why do I say that? Because the first man and woman rejected God and his ways, thinking they were choosing their own way, quickly learning they were actually enticed by Satan and to his ways. And every human being born ever since has been born with the same evil spiritual condition. It's a condition the human race has inherited from the first man and first woman. Unless we make a deliberate decision, through an act of our free will, we remain in our natural sin-born state, enemies of God aligned with the workers of darkness. Why live another day aligned with evil when you can be completely restored to God and all that is good and escape God's judgment against evil that is truly imminent? All you need to do is sincerely desire to be separated from all evil, to intentionally turn from your natural evil ways and declare aloud you want to be restored into a right relationship with God the Father through faith in Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. The promises of God recorded in the Bible are certain. Romans chapter 10 verses 9 to 10 states, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. End quote. Even if you are all alone right now, speak your confession of faith and desire to be restored to God aloud. 
This is so the powers of darkness are put on notice and can no longer lay any claim to you. And if you just prayed that confession of faith from a desire to be aligned with God, I want to hear from you. I will send you helpful information to learn how to live your new life in Christ. My email address is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. And be sure to listen to next week and the following podcasts to learn of the prophetic promises of God to intervene in our world today in judgment against evil and to promote justice for his people. Just as God was long-suffering and sent plague after plague to cause the evil Egyptian pharaoh to release his people from their slavery, we have been living through God's repeated warnings against evildoers of our day. God is about to deliver his people from the enslavement of evildoers. And just as God's people in the days of Exodus left Egypt with a great transference of wealth, so will we in our day. But be very aware, the redistribution of wealth, the change in our economy, is not to be for our own selfish benefit, but to advance the kingdom of God on earth and see his will done here as it is in heaven. Listen to the upcoming week's podcast to learn of the specific promises God has made and how to position yourself and your loved ones to be in His loving provision. Should you have a topic that you want me to explore with this podcast, simply let me know. Again, my email address is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. And I'd really like to hear from you to know your takeaways from this and the past few weeks' podcasts. I really work hard bringing you credible guests and well-researched information each and every week, so let me hear from you. If this podcast blesses you, and I certainly hope it does because you are the reason I work as hard as I do, would you consider partnering with me in my vision? You know my whole goal is to help people discover and live in life-giving truth and to experience all the hope truth provides. You can, and I hope you do personally, share truth with others on your own. But have you thought about how many more people you could reach by partnering with me? Help me grow this podcast, get my books into more people's hands, and talk me up to others to get me more speaking engagements and increase this podcast audience. Then together, as partners, we will be making a much greater impact than we can on our own. There are several ways you can choose to partner with me. Certainly, telling others about me and my ministry, along with prayer, is top of the list. There is nothing as powerful as personal endorsements or word-of-mouth referrals. Buying my books and products is another way. All of my books in the Faith to Live By series were written to help people better understand the Christian faith and how to successfully live it out. The first book is Examine Your Faith, Finding Truth in a World of Lies. The second, Renew Your Hope. Remedy for Personal Breakthroughs. And the third is Revive Your Life, Rest for Your Anxious Heart. There are two more in the series about the end times. The first one is Prepare for the Harvest, Confidence in God's End Time Promises, written for Christians to properly understand God's plans for His people during the end times. And the other is Prepare for the Harvest, God's Challenge to the Church Today. It's written to help church leadership be ready in every way possible for the long-prophesied billion-soul harvest. Visit my website and get any or all of these books with a deep 20% discount by using the word TRUTH at checkout. Supporting the businesses I feature as affiliate partners is yet another way you can partner with me. I seek to find affiliates who can offer you goods and services you need, and I have some very exciting money-saving America First goods and services you will not want to miss out on. Newest to my affiliate list is a company I'm exceedingly excited to introduce you to. If you're like me, you're tired of paying very high prices for cable television 
and you've been waiting to find just the right company who shares your values to replace your cable service. Well, I found it. It's called Q Streaming. They provide over 3,000 channels, including live TV with local stations from across the United States, U.S. networks, sports networks, movie networks, and pay-per-view events. You get all that for about half of what most cable companies charge, and there's no contract, just a monthly subscription. Using the link in the show notes, go and look around and sign up to start viewing the programs you like for a fraction of what you're paying now. All while supporting a Christian-owned and operated company that exclusively uses word-of-mouth advertising so as not to spend money on commercial advertisement that supports the woke movement. And regarding your finances, I want you to know about Dr. Kirk Elliott. He's a personal wealth advisor who offers free consultations to understand your financial goals and help you reach them. Depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people, it helps spread the gospel, and helps people learn how to better apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember... Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him.